Grace and peace to you from God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You all know, because I've talked about it enough by now, that I have ADHD. And it's a fascinating uh, way of a brain working. And one thing I've been learning is that for me and my brain, time doesn't really work the same way it does for other people, for neurotypical people. For me, my brain has pretty much two understandings of time. It is either now, or later, and later doesn't really exist. Later is over there. We don't have to worry about later. We have to worry about now. <laughs> and this can be a problem. Uh, certainly, it can be a problem when I want to remember to do something later, because my brain doesn't really know what later is. It just says, puts that in a box and says, ah, yes, later, and then forgets about it. Many times, Silas has learned he needs to remind me to do something when I can actually do it, or at least write it down in a place where I'll see it. Because if he says, hey, can you pick up some eggs on the way home at 10 in the morning? I will say with all sincerity, yes, of course. And then I will drive home at the end of my workday and not have any eggs with me. Because that was later, and I forgot. If he can say, while I text him, hey, I'm heading home, if he says, can you stop at Aldi and pick up some eggs? Well, that's right now. Of course I can pick up some eggs right now. And most of the times, in the drive from here to Aldi, which is not very far, I don't forget. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting way to live, but it, I think it also might be why Mark is one of my favorite Gospels. You see, Mark is all about right now, not later. Mark is all about things happening immediately, right now. He does not take a lot of time to get to the point of the story. You can't get lost in Mark. You can't forget where you are or what it was you were doing because we're moving on. In our gospel reading today, there are actually three distinct stories. There is the baptism of Jesus, the temptation of Jesus, and the beginning of his ministry when he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God was near. I've already preached on two of those stories within the last couple months. So what I'm left with is two verses from Mark. The Spirit immediately drove him into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness 40 days, tempted by Satan. He was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. All done. You probably remember from Matthew and Luke that this story is much longer. Jesus is in the, is in the wilderness for 40 days, and then the, the Satan comes and tempts him with specific things, specific requests. They bandy about words of Scripture. It's a whole drama. But not for Mark. Mark has things to get to right now. In fact, you might see that the word immediately happens over and over again in the Gospel of Mark. It's Mark's favorite word. Immediately this happened, and then immediately that happened, moving on very quick. And while I love this Gospel in part because of how my own brain functions, I think the way Mark tells the story, a story that is familiar to us from the other Gospels, Matthew and Luke. I think the way Mark tells it tells us something else about God. Just before his temptation, 
in in the wilderness, Jesus is baptized, and in his baptism, the heavens are torn open, ripped apart. This is no gentle parting of the clouds with harps and pleasant doves floating down. This is immediate and intense. This is the way that God shows us who God is. And immediately, the dove has lighted on Jesus. God has spoken, you are my son, my beloved, with you I am well pleased. And bam, the Spirit sends Jesus into the wilderness. Barely time to catch our breath. And what we do see in Mark's story about the temptation of Jesus is that it was intense. It, there were wild beasts and angels. It almost sounds like there were two fighting factions out there in the desert. While the stories in Matthew and Luke that tell us what the temptations were and teach us about how Satan tempts us are important, this tells us that temptation is immediate. It is right now, and it can be intense like wild beasts. But meeting this intensity, meeting this, this temptation is the spirit in Jesus who drives Jesus out into the wilderness and stays there with him. This is the journey that we mirror every year in Lent. Lent is 40 days long because Jesus' temptation in the wilderness was 40 days long. Lent is 40 days long because we know we are tempted by sin day in and day out, and we want to be prepared to celebrate the resurrection of Christ, to celebrate the, the, the victory that God has proclaimed over sin and over death. In this season of Lent, as we walk alongside Jesus, we face our temptations. We face what we struggle with, not just one-on-one, not just individually, but as communities, as a church, as a city, as a country, We face sin all the time. It is present. It is prowling around us. Sometimes it might feel like a wild beast. But in the Gospel of Mark, we see that the Spirit is there with Jesus, and the Spirit promises to be there with us with that same level of intensity, of immediacy, of urgency. The Spirit is doing things through us. The Spirit is doing things in this world, fighting against sin and fighting against evil. And we are part of that story. Just like my own mental grasp of time, the Holy Spirit is all about now, not later. God is present with us now, not next month when we get things right. God's present with us now, not once we confess our sins the correct way or make sure we check off a list. The Spirit is in our hearts. The Spirit is in our community and our world and moving and changing now. We need this. If we look at sin and evil in the world, it can become overwhelming. We need a God who will not shy away. We need a God who moves with urgency, who works through the hands and feet of those in the world 
to bring about peace, reconciliation, healing, and life. The Spirit moves with immediacy in Mark, and the Spirit moves with immediacy in us. God is moving us this, this season, and I hope that you can see it. God is moving the world this season, and I hope that you can feel it. God is not coming to fix up the world later at some unknown time that I will certainly forget about before I walk out of this room. God is moving now. God is in us now. God is changing everything now. And that is good news for us all. Amen.